0: I pray that I may speak to you all in the name of the living God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Please do be seated. A very big thank you to you all for having me this morning. It is a great privilege to be here. And as M mentioned, I am a lay reader at St. Mary's Primrose Hill, and a lay canon at St. Paul's Cathedral, and I bring you the warmest wishes from both churches. Now, as you all know, we are in Black History Month at the moment, and so I think there are a few reasons for Em asking me to say a few words this morning. First, the obvious. She misses my sublime preaching. Second, she knows that I don't duck questions of religion and politics – something which takes on added importance this weekend. And third, she clearly wants the inside scoop on the interviews we did for the Bishop of Edmonton this week. I will come back to bishops a little later, so watch this space. But I spoke about her missing me, but the reality is that I, indeed all of us at Primrose Hill, miss M immensely, every day. Not just the self-evident in terms of the energy, the joy, or the fact that if any priest in the Church of England sings the Eucharistic prayer better than her, I need to hear them. No, we don't miss her primarily for the big Set piece stuff that she does so well. But we miss her, I miss her, for the little bits. The quiet companionship, the home communion she would take to my 80 year old mother, always bringing the spirit with her. The blessing of my new home about a year ago with a Eucharist in the garden and a bit of incense to show the neighbours that the Anglo-Catholics had arrived. I miss her for being that very joyful, visible presence of the Church in the community, bringing God into the public square and all aspects of our lives. Confident and tentative Christians, unafraid to reason, unashamed to adore. The Gospel passage today is also about God being in our day-to-day lives, and as a story that needs to be handled with considerable care. This is one of those occasions where the words of a predecessor of mine at the cathedral come to mind, that the whole scriptural enterprise is that of trying to read the love between the lines. How important that is today. So why do I say handle with care? Because this passage, and a few others like it, which can potentially be interpreted as saying that the kingdom was taken away from certain people, has given rise to the concept of replacement theology or supersessionism. I only use that word to show you, I've done some reading. Replacement theology, put simply, where Jews are replaced as the chosen people of God. It doesn't take many steps from there to get to vile anti-Semitism and anti-Jewish racism. And clearly, none of this should have its place in our worldview. But the fact that these heresies take root in the first place do speak to our human capacity to other people, to create us versus them divisions, to make God small, as R.S. Thomas put it, to frame God's ways as restrictive and exclusivist in fact the opposite is, of course, true. God is so big. God is so free that, like in our parable this morning, he literally steps into our own story in the body of Jesus Christ. And so an implication of the cross is that God loves us all so much that he allows his own body to be broken for us all, not for one, not for some, but for us all. Discourse that focuses on division and punishment, like the farmers this morning, is transformed in Christ into a narrative of love and resurrection. So it is indeed Black History Month and Homelessness Sunday. So questions of social justice are on my heart today. And I spoke loftily a moment ago of helping the Bishop of London think through who the next Bishop of Edmonton might be. And I think of how lucky I have been in my life to have been mentored by some of the finest professionally in my work in the city and theologically in my Christian vocation and I want to bring two more voices to the table as we draw to our close. They are the now retired Lord Bishop of Exeter Robert Atwell and the retired Dean of St. Paul David Ison. and I bring them into our conversation today because they knew how to tell it straight. And that was Em's only advice to me this morning. Tell them straight. Bishop Roberts once advised this when I asked him about preaching. He said, Clem, whenever you are preaching on social justice, never, ever, ever preach a gospel of pulling yourself up by your own bootstraps. All that you have all that we have in this life is grace and gift. And second, he reminded me of this. Whatever our race, whatever our status, whatever our sexuality, whatever our tradition, the essence of the Christian gospel can be summed up in three key words God loves you. God loves you. Whether in our highest highs or lowest lows, God loves you. From our birth to when our eyes close in death, God loves you. The love of God is not qualified. It is universal. That is our hope. That is our belief. The Dean was equally emphatic and said this in his valedictory sermon words that I can never forget. He said, Whether you are Jew or Gentile, or Roma or Russian, or Afghan or American, or slave or free, or billionaire or banker, or politician or protester, or black or white, or male or female, or gay or transgender, or evangelical or liberal or Catholic, or religious or agnostic, or in prison or with mental health issues. All of us are one in Jesus Christ God loves you so let me close by saying this and I do like to preach away from home because it enables me to proclaim the holy gospel in all of its universalist beauty and so if you remember nothing at all of what I say this morning I pray that you remember those three words God loves you and may this frame all of our theology, all of our politics, and all of our practice. And to the God of social justice and universalism, be all honour, glory, praise and thanksgiving, this day and always. Amen. Amen.
1: Can it be that I should gain an interest in the Saviour's blood? Died he for me who caused his pain, for me who him today My chains fell off, my heart was free, I rose, when forth, and followed thee, my chains fell off. Jesus, and all in him is mine.